0: Welcome to the Next Brave Thing podcast. My name is Ella Hooper, and I believe that breakthrough is on the other side of bravery. This podcast features brave stories, emotional health, and creativity to inspire you to take your next brave step. Uh, Lucas Sankey, thanks for coming on my podcast. Oh my
1: gosh, such an honor. Thank you for having me.
0: Oh, you're just the best. And um, I would love our audience to know just a bit about who you are. Mm. And, well, we've known each other eight years.
1: Eight whole years.
0: Oh, I need to tell you the first, my first experience of you.
1: Okay, I cannot wait for this.
0: But you weren't even in person yet.
1: Okay, okay. Oh, whoa.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So my first experience, because we, I was in the school, and um, I like you see what group you get put into Mm -hmm. and then you get put in a facebook group
2: Mm -hmm. and
0: so i was like stalking through all the people in the facebook group
2: Mm -hmm.
0: and then i was like who's that guy he's cool and then i like stalked your facebook and i saw that you did really cool photos with people like were kind of like famous in that environment Uh so i was like oh he's cool that's cool he takes photos of like the people that are
1: oh good okay yeah that
0: is that that's my first experience of you nice but i didn't even meet you and then i met you and i'm like oh you're not like a douche who thinks he's cool
1: i'm so glad you thought that
0: (laughs) yeah because you were really kind to me
1: i remember like my distinct first memory, because I know we met in the school in a revival group, but yeah. I remember distinctly, like, the moment that I was, like, oh, I know who Ella is, was on that photo shoot when you wore that big hat.
0: Oh, yeah. And I should post the photo. I,
1: like, sat, and because I got time with every student, but I remember sitting there and being, like, it was more than, like, a quick moment, and in the school, you're, like, you don't yeah. have a ton of time to, like, see people. Yeah. And I was, like, she's so, like, just kind and grounded and oh, you're i remember so that kind. was my first like real impression where i was like oh i'll remember her from this school this year of this yeah
0: school. Aww. and here we are eight years here later here we are <laughs> and you took great photos i think one of them is still on my gmail one of those photos wow probably need to update it probably should update it. i mean i look back at that ella and i'm like wow you had so much breakthrough that year <laughs> But like you're gonna go even further, yeah. Yes, yeah. 100%. So, you were well, we both kind of know we've well, known each other for eight years, and mm-hmm. so both of us have gone on our little emotional health journeys. Yes, we have, and <laughs> so um, many journeys, so many journeys. <laughs> um, so it's fun because it's really fun to kind of process with each other and like see mm-hmm. each other's journey. But yeah, give our audience tell tell our audience who you are.
1: Mm. And what you
0: do. (laughs) Well,
1: um, my name is Lucas Sankey, and I am originally from Minnesota, moved to Redding, California when I was 18, and then did three years of BSM school, and then I volunteered for two more and started working at the church. I think I was like 21 when I was like, I like photography, Mm. and that was kind of my first real... Artistic commitment to mm-hmm. art. Um, and so, yeah, so I've been doing photography for now. I'm 31, so 11 10, years. 11 years, somewhere yeah. in there, maybe even 12, because I had a camera when I was 18. But
2: yeah.
1: Um, and I'm a creative. I've worked with a bunch of different companies and mm-hmm. businesses and people and helped with branding.
0: You're great at branding.
1: Thank you. Mm-hmm. Appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been doing that. Like, more seriously for the last five years. But I worked with Bethel Music, did tours with them, which was fun. Mm-hmm. That was my first kind of bigger step into this kind of world. Mm-hmm. And now I'm just working with different brands. and, um, Yeah, and then I did a school called The 18-Inch Journey, which mm-hmm. was the most incredible... Um, and difficult thing I've done.
0: Yeah, why difficult?
1: (laughs) Difficult because the point of this school is to, like, really, it's a discipleship school. Mm -hmm. So you have leaders and people in your life for 60 days who are, A, taking you super seriously, more Mm -hmm. than you probably are taking yourself, and are committed to you and your growth, but not beyond what you're committed to in yourself, But they will – the point of the school is to confront the things that are going on emotionally so you can live well for the long haul. Yeah. And I was a burnt-out artist and creative. And so when I did that school, I didn't know, like, how bad it was until I was, like, in art class, which I thought I would thrive in. And my Mm -hmm. art teacher's like, yeah, that's not how you do this, and you're not doing a great job. And it's just, like, honest because it's true. It's not,
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah, and it was, like, a moment. But then there's other, there were all sorts of, you do collectives, which are, like, different creative outlets while you're there, and mm-hmm. those people are walking along alongside you every day. There's, like, 40 staff, and so, you know, you have a one-on-one leader mm-hmm. who just sees you every day, day in and out, and get to ask you about choices you're making, why you do things, when you're triggered. You don't even know it until mm. they bring it up and wow so it was just like basically so revealing uncomfortably mm. so
0: yeah and how did that like serve you in your growth process mm.
1: It's a great question it's it's I'm like, how did that serve me in my growth process in every way <laughs> like my whole yeah. life everything yeah. um, I think
0: because the m- In most environments and cultures, Mm -hmm. whether it's work or whatever, we get feedback and it's always in a way that feels like really damaging and doesn't actually Mm -hmm. help grow someone. Yes. So I'd love you to actually speak to that because I think that that is a real art and 18-inch journey have obviously fostered something very unique Mm -hmm. in a way of, like, calling things out but calling you higher in a loving way.
1: Yes, 100%. So,
0: uh, yeah, I'd love you to speak to the discomfort but also the growth.
1: Yeah. I'll give you a tiny bit of context just so you can have this, but they have, like, two schools. So the first one is Phase 1 of the 18-inch journey. It's 60 days, and... Um, you live on the land and you do all the things that are in there. And then they have something called phase two where they you can apply for phase two after you've done phase one. And it's six months of being on the land. And in phase one, there's a lot more of you. And your leader is kind of discipling a couple of you at a time usually. Mm-hmm. And then in phase two, it's you and that one person that it's just like – that's all they're focused on, or at least that's how it was for my school. And so I had, like, breakthrough moments in phase one, but then when phase two came around, it was like, oh, my gosh. Like, mm-hmm. But in response to feedback and, like, culture and different things, um, I would say the leadership team is so healthy there, and they have gone after um wholeness in a way that I Mm. like hadn't I'd never experienced in the different environments that I was in because um the school is so individually focused so you can go to bigger schools and you're kind of one of you know a thousand at BSSM and Mm. then down to one of 500 and then Mm -hmm. one of like eight but they also have a whole revival group Mm -hmm. And so discipleship, like walking life day in and day out, Mm -hmm. like Jesus, this is more of like what this school was. Yeah. Um, And they don't, it's not fluffy. It's Mm -hmm. not like, hey, let's just have a God encounter and Mm -hmm. let's just, you know, do that. They are like, we want you to thrive in the long haul, which means we have to look at the things that aren't working. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And those things come up in practical every day
2: mm-hmm.
1: like th- things whether you're working the land mm-hmm. or you're doing a creative thing or you're whatever like whatever you're doing you can get triggered in anything and yeah. then that's what comes up in your homework or your mm. your one-on-one session it was like tell me about why you reacted this way or why are you moving towards this one person so strongly all the time and like, what's going on there? Like, they're just mm. kind of watching. And it's not creepy watching. It's, like, beautiful. I'm being seen, but I don't even know I'm doing this. Yeah. Until they say it. And then you're, like, sometimes you know you're doing it. Other times you're, like, yeah. oh, my gosh. Like. Yeah. But Um. I just think it. it's rooted in the fact that, like, the Lord takes us really seriously. Mm-hmm. So... They believe that it's a core value, um, and so then they take themselves seriously and each other seriously, and mm-hmm. the community has really fostered this like togetherness mm-hmm. and um, yeah. And so, yeah, yeah,
0: that's cool. Yeah. I love that, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of um, yeah, I think that and that's why I think a lot of our students get a lot of breakthrough is because they are in a small group of people where Mm -hmm. you can't run from yourself. Right. You have to actually face because people are mirrors to us. Yes. And that's why a lot of people like to isolate because they don't want to confront their stuff. Right. (laughs) Yeah.
1: It's like, it's crazy when... Can I tell a story? Mm -hmm. Should I tell a story? Mm -hmm. I like... This was one of my biggest breakthrough moments um, in there were two of them but this one particularly always is the story I tell I was my leader was Chris Miller he is phenomenal giant teddy bear yeah but so powerful and assertive and also so goofy and fun and yeah anyway he was leading phase two and so he was seeing me more than any of the other leaders were seeing their students because he was leading our crew as mm-hmm. well as leading me and so There wasn't really an opportunity to hide a ton. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. um, we were talking about Kanye West. His new album was coming out, his Christian album, Mm -hmm. the blue one. Mm -hmm. I don't remember what it's called. but And we spent 30 minutes as a group of phase two students and then the two leaders just kind of talking about it. It might have been 20 minutes, but it felt like 30. Just kind of like talking. And I was stewing inside because I'm like, why do we believe this guy? He hasn't even proved anything. He's not a Christian. Like, he might have gotten saved. He kind of sounds like he's lost his mind. Yeah. You know, whatever. And so in the group, I'm just quiet. I'm just, like, enjoying.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. I'm not enjoying the conversation. I'm just listening Mm because I'm like, I don't have anything good to say. Mm -hmm. And they're just going off, like, laughing and having a good conversation. And we meet, Chris and I have our one-on-one, like, a day later, I think it was, might have been that day, day mm-hmm. later. And he goes, so how was, like, the phase two connect for you? And I was like, yeah, it was fine. Like, I thought it was great. Like, glad we all got to connect and hang out. And he's like, specifically around the Kanye West, like, conversation. Like, tell me about that. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, I, I don't know what you mean. And he goes, can I give you... um can I give you some honesty? Like, can I share with you my experience? And I was like, oh, gosh. Like, my stomach dropped. And I was like, what is going to come out of this? Like, there's nothing that could come out of this. I was fine. Yeah. And he goes, Lucas, your silence in that room was deafening.
2: Oh, it was so wow.
1: loud. And I was like, what? And he's like, I could tell a mile away you didn't want to be there. You didn't like what we were talking about. You didn't agree. And you were silent. And I was like sitting there and the wrestle was, can I be quiet and not like I didn't have anything good to say. So I'm hmm. sitting there like, what do you want me to do? I don't know what you want from me.
2: Hmm.
1: And he goes. And and I said something, not quite that to him, but I was like, I don't like I don't know what I could have done or whatever. And he goes, the Lucas that I know would have you know, at least been a part of the conversation a little bit or he might have tried to change the subject or he would have just like, he would have been present in the room and you just weren't present in the room and instead you were being judgmental and you moved a million miles away but mm. you were just inside mm. and I was like oh my gosh so then I'm like sitting there like what the heck and so then what happens with the the way that they lead the homework, he's like we talked through it. I'm crying because I'm, like, feeling found out, but I don't know what's going on. Mm. I didn't want to be the person who was a million miles away. Mm. I didn't know I was doing that. Right. And he goes, your homework for the week is to ask the Holy Spirit how he was affected by you being silent in the room.
2: Mm. Wow.
1: And I was like, ugh. And, like, that—that that is how they do things when things come up. You're constantly asking the Lord how he's affected by you. How is he affected by you acting this way, doing this thing, reacting, and your trigger goes off and, you know, whatever. And the point of it is, A, that the Holy Spirit will always be with you and your leadership will not. Mm -hmm. So you have a friend who will, you know, trust. he trusts you. He'll Mm -hmm. tell you what Mm -hmm. you're doing, what's Mm -hmm. going on, and lead you out of it, Mm. you know, in integrity and honesty. Yeah. So I did that, and he was like, yeah, I didn't make you to be silent, I'm again crying in the woods of Sophia by myself and he's like I made you to have a voice and have something to say and even if you don't agree it's like okay for you to be like guys this is like so crazy that we're giving him so much time and I don't actually know if he's true like if this is if Kanye West is trustworthy Mm. and I'm just wrestling with that Mm -hmm. that could have been amazing for me to say because then the conversation would have yeah you know whatever but i was sitting there stewing in this silence of yeah
0: yeah 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 so that's such a great example because i work with artists and i I think a big thing is well i'm just being myself right totally you know like well what i can't be myself here and that's like the big thing like how is it that he did it confronted you in a way that wasn't like, you're like, well, I'm just trying to be myself. Right. (laughs) Like, you know, that thing. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, yeah, a tricky one.
1: And it's like, I think that's an immediate defense mechanism. Yeah. Because it's like, well, I don't know what to be in this space. Yeah. Whereas, like, and that was where I was at I was just kind of like I don't trust this conversation I don't even like that we're celebrating this mm-hmm. now I loved the album and in the end it was an awesome mm-hmm. conversation and breakthrough for me
2: mm-hmm.
1: but I find creatives, artists those kind of reactions even from people I'm like y- like that's not true Mm-hmm. Like, that is not your true answer. and
0: Yeah, or your true self.
1: You're just being the self that you know, and it's not actually the truest version of you. Yeah. But you don't know what the truest version of you is because the only person who can introduce you to that is the Lord. Yeah. And people help you. But I think that's the, like, that's why the journey was so phenomenal for me as a creative and an artist. Yeah. And has been this, like, grounding foundation mm-hmm. as I've been out of the journey now for four years. But, like, yeah. Um, I'm just being myself is never an excuse unless I actually mean it. Mm -hmm. And I'm, like, confronting someone who's actually triggered by me. Yeah. But usually that's just, like...
0: A defense. A defense mechanism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And And because we so don't know how to accept ourselves. Right. And we're looking... We're we're not okay with ourselves, so we're demanding an environment to choose us to accept us right. in our dysfunction.
1: <laughs> right, and it's like it's it's it, the, like the lies that it's embarrassing to not know. Mm. Like the biggest thing I have learned in five years is to answer with "I don't know,"
2: mm-hmm.
1: and every single time it like gets deeper and deeper and deeper, and it's like I don't know why I'm being this way, but can you actually say that in a space and environment are you safe enough to yeah. admit that that's yeah. so vulnerable actually it sounds so simple but it's like
2: mm-hmm. i don't
1: know can be humiliating mm. yeah, if you're yeah, not yeah. confident yeah that you're loved
0: mm-hmm. and yeah
1: being questioned is okay
0: yeah I know. Oh, gosh. I love, I mean, I love just the setup of that and how much it would develop you. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to know because I think that we have v- different versions of ourselves yeah. as we peel back the onion layer. Mm-hmm. And I don't know about you, but in my journey, it's been a zigzag. Like it hasn't yeah. been a linear um, incline towards my truest self. Yeah. It's been like a. Even I was like, I found photos from 2019. and I was like, oh my gosh, there she is. Right. Or, and like, I have moments where I'm like, I lost Ella. Then I found her. Mm-hmm. But I also am an older and wiser. Like, tell me about your process mm. with yourself, knowing your true self.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I'm still mm-hmm. on that journey. Forever it's, will be. Like, it literally is. And I think the sooner you accept that. Yeah. It's, like, and truly let that rest in you. And, like, it's, like, you will always be discovering yourself. And that is the point of, like, how we were made, I truly believe. It's, like, you should never be, like, I'm fully, I fully know me. It's, like, you don't fully know you because you were made from the craziest depths. And you are a Mm -hmm. wonder that is continuing to become Mm. and unfold. And so... In my mind, I'm like, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense to me to arrive. Arrive, but mm-hmm. you do arrive in things. Like yeah. you do get breakthrough or change, and like, yeah, I have changed here. Yeah, but, and I know this now. Yeah, I now know. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, and that version of me. Yeah, is the truest yet, and mm-hmm. I love it.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. because that's important as a creative so how have you found your true self in creativity in photography
1: it's been a wild ride Mm -hmm. like I used to be like the major performer, pushover, kind person that like you know just said yes to everything hoped people would affirm my work hoped people would see it, enjoy it um and when I worked with people professionally for money, it was just like, I hope I'm doing a good job. Like, um, I was kind of this person who just relied on affirmation but didn't ask for it and didn't mm. know like how to receive feedback and the perfectionist thing just kinda reared mm-hmm. its ugly head yeah. all the time. Yeah. And so I would say one of the like groundbreaking things was I mean there's a it's a whole journey as an artist mm-hmm. to just mm-hmm. kind of accept yourself yeah, and all your flaws and continuing to fail yeah, or continuing to not be perfect. But then the higher truth is like no one's measuring you and anyone who is is actually just measuring themselves mm. and like accepting that. But that comes from like knowing God is like not
0: – a measuring God.
1: He's not measuring yeah. you. Like he cares about your growth mm. and when you you know cut yourself and fail mm. but he isn't sitting there going like you aren't where I thought you would be. <laughs> yeah.
0: That would mean that he doesn't know something right? and he's all knowing.
1: Right. Yeah. And completely he, he, yeah. he's yeah. yeah. And so there's been a lot of mo- like hard moments but I would say like Going from the performer kid and perfectionist mm-hmm. to um, I burned out. Um, I love Bethel music, mm. but I burned out at Bethel music because I just said yes to everything. I didn't know any better. Mm. And people could just ask me to do anything and I'd say yes. And then I started to just, I built the expectation with everyone that um, that I was the yes man. yeah, And I had no boundaries Mm because I was just looking for that affirmation or the Mm -hmm. acceptance and the Mm -hmm. like you're part of this Um, Mm -hmm. and I didn't believe it was there and then going deeper as an artist I fully didn't believe I was just good enough or Mm -hmm. enough you know Mm -hmm. translates but that was where I burnt out in performing Mm -hmm. and trying to you know just be enough for everyone and never enough for myself and never enough for you know whatever and this is such a simple thing, but this was where mm-hmm. this happened. I remember sharing with Melissa about my process and stuff, and she just didn't, like, coddle me. Mm.
2: Melissa Elzer. I mean, she, Elzer, Yeah,
1: she did mm-hmm. not coddle me, and I was expecting someone to be like, oh, yeah, that's a bummer that you,
2: mm.
1: you know, got there, and people were just saying yes to you, or you were saying yes to everyone, and I'm sorry. It was like... Let me teach you how to teach people how to treat you.
0: <laughs> mm, yeah.
1: And I was like, what? And that has to be rooted. It had yeah. to be rooted in me first.
0: Yeah. Because a lot of people will blame their boss or something. Surroundings, Surround- teams. Environment and be like, they do this and the culture. And yes. it's like, well, why... Did you teach them to treat you that way?
1: 100%. And and that's what she said to me. And and it was a first basic game changer, but it was like yeah, she goes, Lucas, you have never known how to ask for affirmation when you need it and feedback when you need it. When you present your work or you're presenting a project or you're showing someone something creative you made and you go, what do you think? Like, that is not setting anyone up for success, including yourself. Mm. Like, it is okay to be like, what do you think? And let people, you know, judge it and decide whatever mm-hmm. it is or listen or, you know, whatever the thing is. But she was like, you need to know when you need affirmation and when you need um, feedback. And the difference is so important.
2: Wow. That's and you, so good.
1: Yeah. And she's like, and you get to set the table. Yeah. So... If you're, like, showing someone something and it's a friend and you're like, I want to, like, I would actually just love your affirmation. I'm not looking for any feedback on it. I just love to know what you like about it. That's amazing because you're going to feel so affirmed and loved. Mm. And then if you're like, hey, I actually really need your feedback on this to move forward. It's a project. Or I don't like where this is at. Or I don't know where this is at. Can I get your feedback? I'm not actually looking for your affirmation. Yeah. It's really helpful to that person to go, okay, I'm going to, like, judge what I'm seeing because you're asking. Yeah. And then your heart is in a place of, like, receiving that. Yes. Whereas, what do you think of this is, like, so – it's, like, yeah. you aren't asking for what you want yeah. and need, and they don't know what you want and need. So they yeah. might be super – giving you tons of feedback, and you're just, like, hurt over it.
0: Yeah, because and then resent you... resenting Totally, them. yes. <laughs>
1: yeah. And so – She was like, you teach people how to treat you. So that comes down to conversations, comes down to work, comes down to everything. Um, And that means, like, you're responsible. And at the end of the day, people can do whatever they want to. You are not in control of others, but you can set the table the best you know how.
0: Yeah. And people often
1: respond to that.
0: Yes, they really do. And 100%.
1: If you, because if you tell someone, I don't need your effort, I don't need your feedback right now, it's important to me. Mm. But I actually just really want your affirmation because mm-hmm. I need that. Yeah. Like no one is going to respond to that unless they're crazy or like yeah. just a turd.
0: Yeah, totally. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, yeah. So that's so helpful because I feel like people don't even know that they can ask for that. Right. And, I mean, I've gone in and watched shows from our directors and, yeah, I'll – because probably I'm overextending myself, but I'm like, do you want my feedback or do you want my encouragement? And usually yes. they just want my encouragement. <laughs> right. And because the thing is, like, yeah, feedback. I, I But, yeah, there's so much, like – yeah, I love that you're just saying like ask for what want what you want, guys.
1: And it's important to do that, yeah, for yourself and to know you yeah. need both
0: and set people up for success.
1: Because then yeah. it me- immediately, and going back to like that's why I'm like I have, I have so much love for Bethel Music. Yeah, I was just young and didn't know. Yeah, but if I had treated people, teach taught people how to treat me. Yeah. Like how I do now, yeah. When I'm working with these big brands and things, it's like, um, yeah, I'm set up for success. They're super set up for success. Mm-hmm. I'm not a yes man anymore because I don't just live for the affirmation of people. Too, like, there's so many layers, right? Yeah. But that kicked off everything, and it, it's, it. People will treat you that way moving forward. Yeah, like they will mm-hmm. know. Oh do I give you affirmation or feedback? But they know what to expect, and then everyone's being set up for success. Yeah. But it is, as an artist, it's your job. Like, I believe truly it's, like, as a person, Mm -hmm. I need your affirmation right now. I really don't need your feedback. Or, like, maybe I really need your feedback, and I don't, I'm scared of having it, but I need it. Mm. It's, like, Mm -hmm. the honesty and knowing that, yeah. And that was what Mel had told me. And mm. um, and she's like, that's where you need to start. And she said, the beauty of it is that you can reteach people how to treat you. Mm. And that was the hopeful moment of like, yeah. in life in general. It's like, you may have taught someone your whole life. It will take time.
2: Mm-hmm. It will
1: be challenging.
2: Mm-hmm. You'll
1: have to move towards them, move against some of the stuff that comes yeah. up
2: yeah.
1: or move away from it. Yeah, But... You can reteach anyone Mm -hmm. and you're allowed to change. So if you're like listening to this, I'm like, that is like something to take away. That's
0: such a takeaway. Yeah. Yeah. Because especially as creatives, you have to also be entrepreneurs and sell yourself. 100%. And there's always like that thing of like, how much do I charge? Am am I worth it? I'm curious to know, like, how have you because perfectionism feels like it's more of a fixed mindset right and like learning and growing is growth mindset how have you kind of shifted from like perfection into more like what is this? Yeah, why totally. are you laughing <laughs> I'm
1: laughing because I'm like that was another crazy moment that I had where I just it's profound I'm not here to just preach the 18th journey but like I totally could yeah (laughs)
0: totally it's an advertisement it is yes
1: they're wonderful yes um but perfection perfectionism is tricky because it can convince you that you're growing oh
2: yeah
1: it can convince you that you've changed Mm -hmm. and that you're because you're doing everything right Mm -hmm. you've like you're getting there you're going somewhere Mm mm-hmm and the truth is, like, you can do everything right and not grow.
0: Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Is that a true thing?
1: I yeah. literally was in this class called Voice and Expression. Uh-huh. And in my phase one of the eighteen journey, and mm-hmm. I was five or six weeks through, and there's only eight weeks. hmm And my one-on-one leader was like, I want you to ask your voice and expression teacher um, how he's experienced you in the mm-hmm. class. And where he's seen you grow. Mm. And I was like, totally I'm gonna do that. Like, and I loved this class. I was so nervous, but I like it's kinda like acting and reading and monologues and things that I secretly always want to do. So I'm like really pushing myself and I feel like I am mm-hmm. nailing it. Mm-hmm. But I'd never done anything like that. Mm. And so I go to the guy and I'm like <laughs> where have you seen me? Can I ask you like for feedback and where you've seen me grow over the last six weeks? And he just looks at me and not super intensely. He's just kind of looking at me and then he's looking off and he's thinking and he's such a wonderful, I respect this man so much. His name's is JD. Mm-hmm. And he just looks at me and he goes, I haven't really seen you grow. Wow. <laughs> and I was like, and my brain was like, not computing, not computing. Heart was like, the frick is this? Like, I don't understand. I, I have grown so much. Have you not heard my monologues? Like, and I'm coming more confident in my voice and mm-hmm. these things. And he's like, I just, you, you kind of just show up the same way since you started. And, um, I, and I don't even, I kind of blacked out. I don't even fully remember what he said, but it offended me so intensely. Then I had to go be normal with friends
2: because
1: mm. going out with people that night, whatever. And um, that was a moment that I was like, oh my gosh. I just try to do things right, and that's my measurement for growth. The more I do it right, the more I've kind of done it right. I am growing. Yes. And it's not even about that.
0: Yeah, which is acting. Oh, my gosh. You think because you tried to do everything oh gosh that's like why acting is actually a lot harder (laughs) because you think that you're coming across one way and it's not computing
1: no and it's and and i think that's like the perfectionism thing that like grips people and it's why it's tricky it's Mm -hmm. why it's ugly and it yeah yeah it's
0: yeah yeah
1: it's so interesting but that moment and again back to like leadership who is willing to love you that that is love like mm. that was the most loving thing, yeah, I had experienced, and it was you know in this in that kind of topic, if you will, yeah, someone to take me seriously enough and be like,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I can't really tell you where you've grown, mm-hmm. and I'm unwilling to lie to you or unwilling to like, ju- like even kind of give you a little bit. Yeah, it's just like I'm not sure.
0: I'm, well, I'm curious to know, like, how, why didn't you blame the teacher for your lack of growth?
1: Right. Totally. Because
0: that happens. Right. Because I feel like I'm doing everything that you're asking me to do, and you're telling me I'm not growing. Yes. Like, that would be the mindset. So how did you not know go into blame?
1: Right. Well, and that's the thing. Like, I might have – I just remember being like, how am I here Mm-hmm. How am I almost at the end of this and someone is now telling me? And again, it comes down to the ownership. I didn't yeah. ask once, I yeah. never asked anyone. Yeah. And you could say, well, they're not a good teacher. Yeah. Well, the point of self awareness is for you to actually seek things to confront you, confront yeah. your heart, confront your mind, confront your talents, your creativity. Like, you know, and a good teacher will do those things, but also there's something about laying your pride down to go and ask. And that's Mm -hmm. the hard piece. So, um, Mm. but a little side trail, but I'm like, I just was like, he's right. Yeah. It just like, it was like two or three days and I was so mad. Like my insides were warm for like three hours and I was out hanging out. I was like last connect with some of the boys Yeah. first, like this special event. And I was just boiling yeah. And I'm like, how dare you tell me mm-hmm. <laughs> at 26 or 27. Yeah. And, um, wow. And then two days later, I was like, he's right. Like, I had to accept that mm. and kind of wrestle with it.
2: Mm.
1: Like, that was mm-hmm. the. Yeah. If I didn't wrestle with it, if I didn't like hold it. Yeah. And then if I didn't bring it to the Lord, like, yeah. Hey, this is like an. This is a moment I had. This is what my yeah. teacher JD said. Yeah, like, is this true? Mm. And the Lord's like, one hundred percent. Yeah. And he and then he he takes me on the journey of that and. Yeah, the blame game never works. I'll yeah. just say that, like, yeah. it does not matter. It doesn't serve you. Never serves you. Yeah. You can be a victim to anything you want yeah. to be. Yeah. And in the end. It is usually your fault and your problem.
0: <laughs> yeah. Pro yes, I am my biggest problem. And I guess that's a great way to kind of end the podcast because yeah. I have to go teach in a second. But totally. like um oh we're good. Um but I would it's so courageous to take mm-hmm. ownership. Mm-hmm. It's so easy to blame. Yep. And in some ways, like our hearts need validation for Maybe something happened to us or whatever. 100%. You know, we need to actually feel understood and known and validated. Yeah. Like, that's a process. But I love this empowering thought of we teach people how to treat us. Mm-hmm. So what does courage look like for you in the realm of, like,
2: mm-hmm.
0: growth and, like, bravery? Like, what, how can people position themselves for that?
1: Yeah. I, I don't mean, know if
0: I'm asking the question well.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm, let me, you can think. Yeah. yeah tell me. What,
0: yeah. Well, I'm more just like, how I do could you posi-
1: process something out? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, what yeah, you're yeah, saying.
0: yeah. Yeah. Like, how do people take ownership, basically? Right. the victim. <laughs> <laughs> stop being a victim. <laughs> totally. Stop being a victim.
1: <laughs> um, you have to own the fact that you're being one or that there is we all have this. It like does Mm. not matter who the heck you are on the planet. Like it is
0: like being a victim,
1: being a victim. Mm -hmm. It's just easy to be like, I got cut off at the stoplight and it was this person's fault. And it's like, yes, they did cut you off, but you are now responsible for everything that comes out of you and from you and forward from that moment. Um, I am choosing to be in a acting school, in a school where they are teaching and yada, yada. And it's like, you must take ownership for everything that you can. But in taking ownership, you have to open yourself up to the vulnerability piece. And that's the courage of like, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: I can take ownership and be an Mm a-hole. Sorry, I I don't know, whatever. Mm -hmm. I could do that. I can also take ownership and open myself up to vulnerability and say, here are my needs. Yeah. Um, And they may not meet them. Yeah. But I'm not being a victim Mm -hmm. by withholding Mm
2: -hmm. whatever
1: it is. Or, you know, in life as you're pursuing something, even like going back to the perfection thing, it's like the next brave thing for you to do Mm -hmm. and the courageous thing for you to do In my mind is to take like take ownership and then take steps towards that. Yeah. And bring bring people, teachers. It's so easy for people to say, "I don't have leaders." There's Mm -hmm. so many. Everyone's so busy. Blah blah blah. Like I've been there.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: It is easy to do, and it's Mm -hmm. like there's people all over the place, and the Lord. Mm -hmm. If if you're Christian, like. Mm The Lord will literally, like, find you. And he's waiting Mm -hmm. for that, like, openness. Mm -hmm. And it requires humility. It requires the trust that you're going to be answered. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: That the Lord's literally going to answer you. That Mm -hmm. people are going to answer you. People are going to affirm you and not Mm -hmm. just give you feedback. Mm
2: -hmm. Or
1: you're asking for... Or you jump into something and you set everyone up and they do exactly the opposite. Yeah. And you're like, well, that sucks. Yeah. And... You try again Mm -hmm. and you continue to press into that. Like, if you want to get into all the layers, but I'm like,
0: Mm. yeah.
1: I would say to creatives, to whoever, like, wherever you feel stuck or wherever you're feeling that Mm. kind of Mm -hmm. resistance, find out where you can take ownership with yourself and the Lord. A great question is asking him Mm -hmm. about it. How is he experiencing you in it? Yeah. Or if you want to jump into something new and creative, like it can be really lighthearted and still be a good question to ask.
0: Yeah. That's so good. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, yeah, taking ownership gets you back in the driver's seat. 100%. And then you get to make powerful choices because I think that, yeah, when you're a victim, you're always at the mercy of someone else.
1: One. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And you need to get back in that driver's seat.
1: It's it is yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. well I really appreciate you coming on Yeah, I would and love sharing these here. really important examples like it feels very um these little feedback moments can be game changers. 100%. Like, you know, in their subtle little Kanye West moments. <laughs> totally. Yeah. And but they can actually redirect you. And get you back out of the victim, huffy. I'm gonna sit in silence. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's so good.
1: Little moments will, little moments are the proving. Yeah. They're the fire moments, actually. Yeah. They show you the depth of what's going on, what you believe. Yeah. The big moments are all those little moments come together. So it's not looking for the big one. It's like, I was really toxic in that moment. It's like, well, that's what you pay attention to.
0: Exactly. That's
1: where you be brave. That's yeah. where you ask for feedback.
0: Yeah. And then yeah. that's how you grow, guys. And that's how you grow. Ask for feedback.
1: <laughs> ask for feedback and set people up for success.
0: And set people up for success. That's yeah. great. Yes. I love that. Well, yeah. thanks for coming on today. Heck yeah. Pleasure. I love you lots, friend. Love you too. Yes. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for listening today. Please download, share with your friends and write a review. If you would like to book in a life coaching session with me, go to my website at www.ella-hooper.com or follow me on Instagram at Next Brave Thing Podcast.